0: Just gonna say it up front guys We said it in episode 8 And we fucking called it And this is Rebels Without a Clue a pop culture podcast And today's one We're going a little bit deeper Hold on, before you delve into what this is about Yep Let's do the intros, if they don't know okay. who we are yeah. by now. Oh, that's true. I'm Tony.
1: I'm Brad. So, um, continue. Well, um, before we get into it, let's just do... Should go I back get to it? our original glory of or talking I, about what we're drinking.
0: I, okay, Or, but should I go over the formalities before... Oh, let's get that out of the way. Okay, so if you haven't done so already, guys, be sure to go like and subscribe us on SoundCloud, Spotify, Podcast Addict, Google Podcasts, iTunes... CastBox, fucking, um, yeah, just various podcast apps or websites that you can go into and find us at Rebels Without a Clue. You can also follow us on our social medias on Instagram, Rebels Without a Clue 03, Twitter, Rebels Without a One, and Facebook, Rebels Without a Clue Podcast.
1: Amazing. Good there work. Go. All
0: right. for well, out of the way, let's get fucking stuck in.
1: Okay. Well, today, well, to accompany our deep conversation, we are drinking... A Forrester Estate Merlot Shiraz. It's 2017 from Margaret River. Ooh, um, Margaret
0: River. It is. Ooh. So it's quite nice.
1: Um, I've already had a little bit of a dab in it and getting slight hints of blackberry, plum, and possibly a peppery spice. Uh, you know, as weird as
0: this is going to sound, mm. and I usually don't pick up on these tones and whatnot, but I kind of do pick up on the pepper. Yeah. Which is I find it weird. Strange. I usually taint don't. To it. So I don't usually don't pick up on shit like that. Yeah, that's yeah.
1: weird. I, I like it.
0: Yeah, I don't mourn myself a good Merlot. A, a Merlot
1: shiraz. Mm, I should have gotten rid of the shiraz. Anyway, anyway, I shouldn't have just said it. So today, our conversation is about <laughs> UFOs. So we'd recently watched a documentary about. It was a, like man. a
0: Netflix special. Yes,
1: uh, um, recently come out on Netflix. Um, called Bob Lazar, Area 51, and Flying sources. Flying so it's kind of, you know, pretty self-explanatory in the sense of what it's about. But he is a, I suppose, well, what would you even call his occupation? Uh, you'd say Bob
0: Lazar is a scientist. Yeah. Um, scientist specializing
1: in uh, propulsion and, um, like... Oh, I don't even know what you'd fucking. He specialised call it. in a lot of fields of he science. He was not very just, intelligent, not
0: just in the physics realm, yeah. but
1: also like
0: just physics, uh, mechanical physics, and even to a degree chemistry.
1: Yeah, I think there was all components of that. Yeah. So really, fucking. He was smart a guy dude. who basically had come out and said that he'd Back, worked,
0: and that was in 1989. Yep. When he first came out, so we're talking thirty years, thirty years ago.
1: Yeah. Um, saying that he'd had previous work with flying saucers and dealing with the propulsion systems of flying saucers. And he had worked
0: at Area 51 in a special division known as S-4.
1: Yes. So I would advise, if you are interested in UFOs and the like, definitely watch this documentary because it's kind of revelational in the sense that, like, a lot of the information that came out of it, I never known about, nor really understood a lot of the terminology until it was kind of explained to me in the documentary.
0: Yeah. And look, I think I'm still trying to process it myself because we literally just finished watching it. Yeah. Brad, for the second time, this was my first viewing. Still trying to process a lot of it, but even finding that when he's explaining certain things of how, um, how, let's say, certain uh, propulsion systems of this flying saucer worked, he was even able to explain it in layman's terms so that anyone could understand. Yeah. Which that was... Like, if if you're talking shit, there's no way you could explain it in a way that everyone could understand that way. Yeah. And- Especially something as complicated as something that is not only extraterrestrial, but something that was not man-made. Yeah.
1: And that, that's kind of the thing that throws me off because watching it and he doesn't stutter. He's so articulate and he breaks it down to the point where even as far-fetched and as ridiculously crazy as these propulsion systems are that he talks about, you kind of understand what he's going on about. Yeah. In terms of his explanation. Yeah, I
0: found I found that was I was kind of I found it easy to kind of stay along the kind of thought train that he was on and it was good to see that during the documentary how they were showing interview clips from back in 1989 and then to present day that what he was saying was exactly what he said he did not deviate at all you know the story didn't change the facts didn't change yeah it stayed the same for 30 fucking years yeah so someone who does if who talks shit obviously the stories get a change
1: over years. Yeah, there's there's no even way minor details.
0: I don't think people can keep up a lie like that for 30 years.
1: And like what they specifically say as well, like why would he keep up a lie to his wife, to his work colleagues, to his friends for 30 Family. years? Yeah. Like why would you do that? Mm. Um, and they also aim to try and I suppose disprove it in a sense where one of the reporters who was basically doing the investigative story on it um, did so... In a means of trying to call him out, and got him to do four polygraph tests.
0: Yeah. Well, he actually volu- like he actually yeah voluntarily like nominated he voluntarily himself to do nominated himself to do it, and even when when they asked him to do it, he with no hesitation said sure.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And like, you'd yep, think I'll there would it. have been some sort of hesitation if you were like, oh, I'm gonna get called out here. Exactly. So the fact that he went in and that they'd sent off the results of these polygraphs to other people to verify. And they were still getting, well, no, there's no signs of, or indicating that he was lying I think in any they, way. I
0: think, the ter- I think what they said is that if anyone that gave it to analyze said that, that the results definitely proved that he believes what he's saying. Yes.
1: Yes. So.
0: And I think me and you can say pretty confidently that both you and I believe him.
1: Yeah. And, and that's essentially what my first question was to you is, yeah. do you believe him? Yeah. Yeah, it's hard not to.
0: Like, like we've basically spoken about in the last five minutes, just how adamant he is with what he's trying to say, and how, like, and how the story didn't change in the slightest over a thirty-year period. It's like, what more evidence do you need? Yeah, and especially with a a bunch of like a lot of conspiracy theories and not even conspiracy theories, just things that have happened in the past, especially when it comes to high sensitivity information from governments they hide shit all the time yeah so why is it so hard to believe that they would hide what what he's discovered
1: and like it filters back into the whole thing of when they were he was talking about where he'd worked and all that and then they were doing an investigation to look into verifying that and then they couldn't find any evidence of that he'd actually worked in it until yeah, they found the, his name.
0: Yeah, until they found his name. It was it in a phone? In, in the a company's phone company book. Company phone like that. book, yeah. Um, and that was, uh, what was the company called? Again? Something Labs. Um, and that think. was uh, Los Santos or something uh,
1: like that? Los Alamos. Los Alamos. That's Los Alamos like Labs. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so, and and he brings up a valid point, which he said, again, this is a, just an example of what he had said 30 years ago and what he said when he did the interview with the document, with the documenter, that how, w- why would a big company like that even hire a kid straight out of high school? Like, it just doesn't happen.
1: Yeah. And that g- shit don't happen. Because, like, the you whole thing is... You have to have is- credentials
0: to even get considered for a government project like that.
1: And, like, that, those labs were considered... Like Very Classified style Projects Based there So yeah. In what he was saying You know Why would they hire me Out of high school Going into a position Like that With the responsibility Of that And with the What would they say mate, With the
0: clearance Level that they I think they Titled it as Majestic Yeah
1: Which Kind of fucks with my mind Like, yeah. how, like how how many how clearances higher level, Is that
0: How high a level Is that Kind of I guess that Clearance yeah. of majestic. That's fucking... I ne-
1: I've never heard of a clearance level like no, that. No, me
0: neither. Like is, like, is that the same clearance level that, let's say, the president would have? Yeah, exactly. Or is that even beyond what the president would have? Y- yeah,
1: you'd have to assume to an extent, like when they were saying at the start, that there is a government within a government. Yeah. That there would be certain... I suppose, oh, information and projects going on that not even the president would have full understanding or awareness of. Yeah. So, you know, potentially he may have been part of that. And it's kind of fucked to think that imagine being part of a project that you've got that clearance level of majestic. It's like you'd lose your fucking mind as a scientist. Yeah. To be... Included in something like that when they were saying that he had to do all the briefings and read all them.
0: 120 briefings. Yeah. That he, that they basically, they put him in a room, dropped 120 briefings on him and told him he had to go through all of it. God. That's
1: insane. I know. But imagine spinning out, reading that information, you would be hooked.
0: Yeah. Like, like for this, out of, like just in comparison to what I would think if someone dropped all that information, I started reading that shit. I'd be hooked instantly. Oh but to someone who's so scientifically inclined yeah. and who has that scientific curiosity,
1: like you'd lose your fucking mind. Yeah. Well, like he said, you know, it's kind of the discovery of a lifetime, like the biggest discovery in human history. Yeah. Which imagine being part of that, but then the shit thing is not being able to come out and say and verify that that's actually what he was dealing with. Yeah. Like your credibility is kind of shot as a result of that cuz people are constantly trying to disprove you. Yes. So, having watched it now, has what well, all right, let me go back. What what was your conception of UFOs and Area 51? Did you have prior to watching Prior this? to watching it, do you, did you think that that was an actual thing? Like well, that there were Fucking flying sources. Well look Like I like, like we discussed Very early on In
0: our podcasting Journey Journey Yeah It's uh, Like I said it in the episode And I find it very hard to believe That we're The only one Only Like I guess Sentient life In existence Yeah within, Throughout that the we're cosmos the centre of the Fucking universe Exactly Yeah I still I, look, I I, said it back then And I still believe it now That I find it very 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 hard to believe That we're the only ones here mm. Okay So This just... I guess this probably just further encourages that train of thought. Yeah. That, yeah, no, we're not the only ones here. And that, yeah, that that it exists. Like, other sentient life forms exist. And civilizations.
1: And it's kind of fucked because it's weird to try and wrap your head around the fact that, you know, there's, you know, close to 8 billion people in the world. But God only knows the extent of civilizations that may be out there. Yeah. You can't wrap your head around it. No. You can't wrap your head around the potential technological advancement that these, you know, sentient beings may possess. Or even just,
0: even to wrap your head around like, how long have these civilizations been in existence to reach the point that they have now so far ahead of where we could even fathom? Yeah. But like, it's like, how long have that, they been around? Exactly. It's
1: crazy. It's crazy. It's, it's crazy that, to think I can't wrap my head around No. Nah. Um Cause like I know for me When like I've spoken about UFOs and stuff There's that Firm belief That There there has to be something out there That there's Too much evidence And there's too much Of You know You, you can take it as a grain of salt But videos of Flying saucers Yeah And UFOs Whatever you want to call them And it's like Well What the fuck are they filming And the stories that come out of the government to kind of cover up what there actually is in the sky makes you think, well, that that's a bunch of bullshit. Like, you are yeah. literally covering your tracks.
0: Yeah, and it seems to be the same story that they keep ripping out every time when it comes... To covering up stories like that, it's always, let's say, oh, it was a weather balloon, or it was an experimental um, experimental military aircraft that yeah. they were testing. Yeah. So she, like, How many times can you fucking keep running that same fucking lie over and over again?
1: And like, I remember there was one documentary I watched where they were talking about, uh, in the 1960s, is essentially when the first time that it happened... In which they'd come into contact with the flying saucer. Was that the
0: whole Roswell thing?
1: Partly. Like, it's been dubbed Roswell. Right. But, like, the documentary talks about it being a lot more specific in terms of it's what actually went down. Mm. Um, And that they'd actually recovered alien cadavers in the process. Right. Um, But the whole thing was, like, for me, watching that and hearing that, it's kind of like, well, you know, there's that idea of hearsay and the case of Chinese Whispers, you know, where it spreads down the line and it becomes really diluted that, to the point where people are then questioning and really sceptical because, well, is it true or is it not true? So that initial encounter, the per first person to say that story, you're kind of like, fuck, you know, you've, you've had a first-hand interaction with that. Yeah. But then as it gets passed down the line and after investigative story and all that sort of stuff, it's like, well, what are the facts now? And you think how much involvement the government would have to dilute that story to make it seem really nonsensical,
0: and you just think about in in regards to why they would kind of keep it so sort of on the on the low and kind of hide their tracks and that sort of stuff, it it really goes back to pretty much just the it's it's that whole analogy of like when they had the space race back yeah. back when um, when humanity was trying to get into space and to the moon, yeah. It was literally who who's got the who holds the fucking who holds the biggest stick. Yeah. It literally was. And if let's say if if it happened to be America where aliens had first landed, then obviously they want to hold the biggest stick. So obviously they're gonna keep the cards as close as the chest as possible because they don't want anyone else to have it.
1: Yeah. And it makes you question, like, obviously, you know, Area fifty one is one of the most classified things on the face of the earth. Yeah. But I kinda you know, it begs the question of if whatever information is being housed at that facility came out, what impact and effect would that have on society? Yeah. So are they concealing this evidence to kind of maintain that status quo of, you know, keeping the government up here and the people down here? Yeah. But if it were to come out, is it upheaval in the financial economy? Is it, you know, upheaval in society in itself? Technology. How drastically different it'd be, and if you're getting, a, you know, an antimatter pro- gravity propulsion system, there goes the idea of fucking coal, all these sorts coal, of coal, fossil fuels, fucking the even even of to the money. point even
0: even to the point um, any sort of device powered by electricity, yeah, exactly. Any sort of form of transportation powered by electricity, like it makes them
1: virtually obsolete yeah so you think about how many people and companies would lose out on billions and billions of dollars exactly so it's like well of course the government's not going to reveal that shit it's their bread and butter literally and it kind of fucks with you because it's like well isn't it only right that you know it something that affects humanity so drastically as that would be revealed to humanity yeah. but then you've got to then question how would people react to that? Exactly. You know, with people, how they're so skeptical of UFOs and all that sort of stuff. Now, what would happen to the way they thought about that if it was fucking confirmed? Yeah. If the government came out and said, yes, we have had, um, an exchange between an alien race and us. Yeah. We've, you know, cause they would they talk about, there's this really interesting theory about the greys, um, It's supposedly a form of, I suppose, alien beings that have inhabited the planet called the Greys. Okay. um, Who effectively have been walking among us for years and years and years. And I don't know whether it's got anything to do with shape-shifting or anything like that. You know, again, I can't wrap my head around that because it's just... Too far-fetched in my mind to make sense of. Yeah. But who's to say that that can't be the case? Mm. If flying saucers and UFOs are a thing... Yeah. ...and extraterrestrial encounters is has been ongoing for 30 years, then who's to say that there aren't shape-shifting aliens? Yeah. Who's to say that, you know, fuck, really far-fetched, but I, I may have walked past one. You just don't know. Yeah. It fucks with your head Yeah And it begs the question of Is humanity ready For such a
0: discovery Well do you think that Do you do you think we are With how Skeptical we are Of everything And how Adverse we are To change Yeah We're not Yeah as a, as a human race The world is not ready For that sort of information Who determines When we're ready Do you think That I don't know I think No I think It's not up to A solemn body To determine when we're ready, it's a, it has to be a general consensus of how we have progressed as a race.
1: Okay, so, or as a species. If we were sitting here talking as two philosophers, and you proposed that idea as to be ready as a race to deal with this new frontier of you know advancement, what does society need to look like in order then for that information to come out? Like, have we stepped up in a level of consciousness? Like in terms of you know, having a real understanding of the way the brain works and the technology and science and kind of ridding the world of religion. Well, look, it, that
0: would probably, that would play factors. I think it would be more to, I guess, a degree of acceptance that people are accepting, of ready to accept. Difference. Yeah, willing really to accept change and difference, but also willing to accept that these things are actually real yeah right you think about it how adverse people are just let's say i'll give a really va- like a really sort of simple example like example yeah. right let's say how adverse people are to Let's say the whole thing of smart speakers, for example, like the whole Google Wi-Fi, like yeah. Google speakers and a- Amazon Alexa and that sort of stuff. How skeptical people are because they don't want them in their home because they think the FBI are listening in, yeah. or the NSA or CIA, whoever the fuck is listening in apparently. Yeah. Like, no, I don't want that in my home. It's because they're not ready to accept that. Okay, that could be a possibility, but I'm willing to give it a try and see what happens. Yeah. You know, it's that, I guess that, that leap of faith. Yeah.
1: And like, but do you know what? I kind of understand the apprehension in it because, you know, there was that whole, obviously, Facebook incident with um, them getting into... Yeah. Yeah. Um, so getting into your private information. Pretty much. Yeah. So that kind of makes me question that how much the government has intrusively kind of done it yeah. and behind the scenes of listening to people and, you know, kind of what fucks with me is... When you're talking about something with someone in regards to, you know, fuck, I want to buy this car and I want to do this and go on this trip. And then for some reason on my Facebook, it pops up with, oh, well, do you want to travel to here? You know, discounted deals. It's like, well, yeah. how the fuck do you know that? Yeah. Like that's, I was talking about that, but I never said or typed anything into my phone about it. Yeah. So it kind of makes me understand why people would be skeptical in that sense. Yeah. It just makes me apprehensive because... That's kind of parlay with what we're exactly dealing with in the world right now. Like that's, you know, the big debate.
0: Yeah. And you know, it wouldn't surprise me if even after we've had this discussion and this talk about aliens and Area 51 and that sort of stuff, that both of us don't start seeing like articles, for example, pop up, like let's say on Facebook or even um, through like just ads in general on this particular subject. And I think it's
1: something we need to keep tabs on. I think just yes or no, pure social experiment to see. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Right. In that respect, yeah. yes.
0: But the way I see it, I think that's just. A, I think that's kind of for me. I find it a bit more of an like a more of an efficient thing to keep what you're seeing relevant to what is going on in your point at that point in your life. Yeah, it doesn't just fill you with bullshit and crap that you usually see like fucking well, let's say fucking cat videos and whatnot. Yeah, right. It actually makes it relevant. Yeah, no, I get what Which you're saying. I get why people are, are kind of iffy about it. It's like why the f-? like, is my devices always listening to me? Yeah. Which you know what? I probably reckon they are. Yeah. So why? For me, I'm okay with that. I actually like that. I think it's efficient. Okay. And I think it makes things relevant.
1: Well, I suppose that's uh that's but everyone's one have perspective a perspective on it.
0: Everyone's gonna have very different perspectives yeah. compared to what how I yeah.
1: think. And like I think a lot of people who are arch- archaic in their thinking, um aren't going to be susceptible to the idea that, you know, people are listening in on devices or watching them or any of that sort of shit because it's like, well, they're invading my privacy now and all that sort of stuff. And again, I understand it from both sides of the spectrum because I do like taking that idea of the leap of faith yeah. and going, well, this is the new frontier. Yeah. We need to roll with the times. Yeah, But then I also understand that my life is my life. Like, yeah. I shouldn't have any government department or agency coming into that and knowing really specific details. Like how many dick pics I've sent. Like, (laughs) please, God, don't ever venture into my deep, dark history. They've already got it. I know. And they're probably admiring. (laughs) (laughs) Admire my dick. But I just think
0: that like... Like I was saying before, with the whole kind of being accepting to change and whatnot, how far back we are as far as being able to accept different things. Like we're still like, as an example, we're still struggling to around the concept of gay marriage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're in the we're in the fucking what the 20 21st century. We're in the 21st century and we're still struggling with this. Yeah.
1: And the fact that you slavery know? and racism are still a, a chronic thing.
0: Yeah. Slavery. S- slavery. 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 Spit man slavery. And slavery.
1: Uh, it's late. Slavery,
0: racism, or even like when we were watching those videos the other night on Liberia. Oh, yeah. Just yeah. the fucked up situation that that's in. I mean, how That there's a country backwards. that's
1: still like that.
0: Exactly. Yeah. How backwards are we still? And, it, and then it kind of makes me understand, like... I guess in a weird way, it kind of makes me understand why government agencies would be so high profile to protect this sort of information. It's like, because these... Well, okay. These cunts aren't ready to handle this kind of information. They're just not.
1: They're not, but like... Because
0: what's, what's, what do you think the general consensus would be if they said, okay, yep, alien life exists. What do you think the first reaction is going to be? I,
1: I, it's, you'd get so many varying points of view on but What that. do you think would be the major like sort of people be skeptical about it like well we're not the center of the
0: universe anymore i think that would be what i would hope people would think mostly but i think the first thing that people would think they would, would think of yeah they would be scared be like shit there's other people out there are we in danger we need to prepare that's what i think the first So basically first you're talking about be, America <laughs> i think it would just be on a global scale to be honest yeah. Because because I think we've been drilled so far, and like we've been drilled so far over so many years in well, mainly in pop culture, yeah. Of that, mostly every encounter with an alien is always bad, yeah. And it's always about another race from across the galaxy trying to basically do, going for global
1: domination. And is that the planet. government setting up a framework for the way people Whoa. should react? Whoa! Oh my God! Whoa! Yeah. Well, well, look, I wouldn't rule it out because I kind of think, well, partially, it's kind of a form of brainwashing. It is to it really is ensure that people, well, you know, not necessarily unite, but f- fight for the common cause. Yeah. But it's like, well, why wouldn't and we welcome still, this situation with kind open of, arms? And even
0: that, it's also also like keeping a leash on people. Explain because. If you have... Like, you said it before that humanity comes together in its... The in worst its most, times. In its worst times. Yeah, yeah. So, you think of a worst time, an alien invasion. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. What better excuse than to have the world unite?
1: Yeah. Yeah, you no, get I me? get Yeah, I get Yeah. But it's well, like... I'd,
0: I would like to have more... I would hope... Well, I would hope, but it wouldn't, I don't think it would ever happen. That the it would have the opposite reaction of like, whoa... Well, there's other people in this galaxy. Yeah. We need to make contact. We need to find out what they're about. We need yeah. to find out more about them. We need to know what's their story. Like we've felt so long that we're the only like sentience in this, in this salt in this, in the cosmos. If we finally found someone else, it's basically like a new mate, a new neighbor moving in.
1: Yeah. Literally. I'm just a, a, I would, a grand I would, scale. It,
0: I would want it to be more of it as an excitement sort of thing. Yeah. Like, oh my God. Something new people, like new Beings, that's that's incredible.
1: And like, I don't know, you probably you've never seen the movie The Arrival. Mm, is that the one with the chick who played Lois Lane? Yes, right. No, it, <laughs> it, 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 <laughs> it's fucking brilliant because you know the the whole army and the defense are really skeptical about this ship that's landed. Yeah, and then the two scientists go in, and then these beings that are behind like this big white. Clear splashback thing, it's weird, like a frosted wall. Yeah, um, you can see that they're like you know, kind of bodies with tentacles on them, right? And like they kind of communicate through like a whale sound, mm-hmm. but they have a language and they write their letters or you know, letters that could potentially mean a whole statement on this frosted glass. Yeah, and then it's obviously the jobs of the scientists to try and. Decipher for what it is yeah and then obviously because the army don't have any understanding of what's actually going on they're like well you know is it dangerous you know do we need to blow it up yeah it's kind of that mentality that throws me off because it's like if there's another sentient race out there why wouldn't we be trying to learn and understand as much as we possibly could in the event that there is contact
0: yeah and and it just makes me i guess a little bit sort of sad in a way that that our first reaction to something like that would be is it dangerous? Do we need to blow it up?
1: Yeah. Like yeah. Our
0: first reaction is violence.
1: Yeah. And I think that's just because of our youth as a human race. Yes. To we're a a not degree, But
0: I also think that it's to a degree a primal instinct. Yeah. Because oh. you think about an animal now, disease, we going something now, has, We're going deeper We're th- if you think about it in a certain way let's say an animal in the wild confronts something that they've never seen before there's a little bit of that curiosity but also that um, I guess that
1: defensive preparedness exactly what what,
0: what would you call it Um, it's uh, it starts with uh, R reprehensiveness
1: well yeah it kind of works like you're
0: reprehensive to sort of go near it but you're curious at the same time yeah but you're always on like it's it's
1: always still on guard
0: Mm.
1: you know but I think that's that's just part of human nature. That's who we are as a people. So we can't take into consideration without understanding that first yeah. in the event that there and is that's, contact. And that's
0: what I'm saying about the whole sort of um, us as a species being more... Having, not having, only having an open mind, but
1: also being more accepting of new and strange things. And that... Do you know what? I think that's kind of the absolute epitome of the problem because we as a species when it's unknown or that we don't know anything about our backs are always up
0: yeah
1: like ready to go like oh what do we need to do what do we need to do how do we prepare for this yeah in this situation if we make contact with a technical technologically advanced race you can't prepare for that because if they are coming to destroy you you have no chance no so it's kind of like well have open arms Be prepared for a situation that... It's a shit example. I know it's going to be a really shit example that I give here. But if a
0: technologically advanced uh, race was to invade us... (laughs) If Mars Attacks gives us any example of that, we're fucked. Oh, no doubt, dude. We
1: are fucked. They are going to outgun us in every single possible way. I just need to look... Independence Day. Yeah. Like... You know, it's kind of fucked because you can go through so many of these alien movies and it's like even the basic thing when in the documentary where they talk about the gravitational pull of the flying saucers and the guy makes an analogy, which is kind of really clever. He's like, you know, if we put a bowling ball, if you put your fist on the bed. Oh, this is what Bob said. Yeah. Yeah. And you put a bowling ball on a bed and then you put your fist like a little bit in front of it and you push down on it. It's kind of the way that antimatter gravitational pull actually works. Yeah. So that's kind of how the flying sources actually move, mm. as opposed to a propulsion system like that we're used to, in which something needs to be pushed behind it in order to push to move something forward. forward. So even something as basic as that—I don't—it's obviously not basic, but you know, to be able to have a—I don't know—semblance of understanding that that's a possibility kind of fucks with your head and not to mention it kind of messes with what we understand
0: as well the major the properties of physics
1: yeah and like we're the last people to comment on physics and
0: like we have a very 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 baby
1: baby basic understanding we have a retarded basic understanding Uh. literally (laughs) i'm that kid with peanut butter on me that, but, that's me. But we know physics. enough,
0: like, for example, like, I think the only thing I remember from physics is inertia.
1: Yeah, inertia, momentum, all that sort of stuff. Mm. Yes.
0: Which, if you think about the example that they give and being able to manipulate gravity... There is no like, need
1: for inertia. Like, there's no need for momentum.
0: Throw it out the window. Yeah. It's like. Uh, the, uh, good okay. observation.
1: Good observation. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of fucked because it's like, with all this kind of culminating... And, like, in the documentary, them talking about the reality that there is fucking flying saucers at Area 51. And what made it even more sort of,
0: like, I guess it's, like, kind of almost, like, so confronting it was, like, a slap in the face. Yeah. Is, like, it's not just one. There's fucking nine of them. Yeah. Yeah. There are nine flying saucers at S-4. Yeah. Fuck yeah. And was it three operational? Yeah. Or was it, I think, six operational, three being... Um, Basically,
1: they pull apart the and, yeah.
0: and reverse engineered. Yeah, oh, I just like uh, I, I not can't just comprehend one, that shit. Fucking nine. So that's that's more than.
1: There's a lot of. That's contact. more than like
0: oh, there's a couple. they yeah. one or two. It's fucking nine.
1: And it makes you think like, how often are these people coming here? Exactly. People, uh, how often are these things coming here? Exactly.
0: Either. Or how many? Is it other? Like how many of those have only just been discovered? How? Who knows how many others. Scattered throughout the globe Well yeah all Who all knows parts. For all we know There could be some fucking Buried in the great sandy desert
1: Or in the pyramids. We don't know
0: We don't fucking know It's yeah. There could be so many more That we've never even Possibly gone to look for But then again We don't know that They have been looked for And we don't know that They have been found But the government's just Hid it all. hid everything L- Because They've made that Conscious decision On Not on the behalf Of the people just on what they deem as, because they're above everything, that the human race isn't
1: ready. And not even just that. Like I I remember watching a documentary based on the pyramids and then in the hieroglyphics, it literally looks like spaceships and spacemen. Yeah. And it kind of goes, well, how long have these people been coming here? Yeah. And like, why after so long, do we still not have a definitive yes or no answer to it?
0: The thing is, and I'll pose this question to you: Do you think that we don't have a definitive answer, or do you think that there is a definitive
1: answer, but we're just not being told? Or I think there, is a, definitive there is a definitive answer. It's just so fucking diluted that you know it, you kind of get dribs and drabs and bits and pieces of well, you know, UFOs exist, and oh, but but you know, there's nothing to prove that they do. Yeah. But then all these fucking videos come out and firsthand accounts, like this podcast that I was listening to was talking about how there was a mass sighting in uh, Oregon, I think, Oregon, Oregon, um, Oregon. of like four to 500 people over the course of four counties who had seen three different sources and they were moving like 200 miles within the space of two or three minutes. And it kind of makes you think, well, f- fuck it. If five hundred people are colluding in the same story, what's to say that it's not actual factually account? Yeah,
0: it's just like, what more proof do you need? Yeah, like, it, it, look, like, it's not as if like ten people saw it. Five, a, a group of five hundred people saw this event happen. How do you just sort of blow it off and be like, oh, it was fake. It's probably made up. Yeah. But I think that's just because that's how jaded we've become. We have.
1: We're cynics. We're about so everything. We're so
0: cynical about everything that could possibly happen because we because I think there's just so much and it doesn't help that there's so much fake accounts and fake videos out there. The kind of just like oh, whatever. But then, like, you think about how many videos like let's like take for example like how many videos there are of <coughs> Bigfoot. Oh, yeah. You know, it's like, oh, whatever. Like, Bigfoot's not real. It's fucking stupid. But it makes me think as well. It just makes you think like, wait a minute. Let me pull my head out of my own ass. What if it actually does exist? Yeah.
1: And like, you think about how much traffic there is on the internet, right? Yeah. Do you think that there'd be a large portion of that that is government, I suppose, endorsed and pushed in there to make sure that our information stays as diluted as possible.
0: Definitely. You know why You know why I would say definitely in regards to this? Because if that wasn't the case, then why does the dark web exist?
1: Yeah. The dark web is not monitored by anybody. Which is kind of fucked. It's a scary place. I wonder if there'd be like information on the dark web for it. Possibly. I think I may have There's to YouTube this. <laughs>
0: like you'd be able to find it on YouTube. No,
1: but just of oh, people obviously looking into the dark web because I know I've found videos of that before. Yeah, because there are ways to get onto the dark web. I know I've watched someone do it, but
0: I don't personally. I don't. I don't. Think uh, it, trust I would me, you don't to. want to
1: dabble in it. I don't. It actually scared me. And I, I, like I'm quite desensitized to fucked up shit, but some of the stuff I saw on it, I was like, oh, I'd never get onto this myself. No. So that leads into one of my questions for you. Mm. Why do you think people don't want to believe or remain so skeptical about it?
0: Well, it's basically like all the points we just brought up. Afraid of change. Mm. Afraid of the new. Afraid of the unknown. Yeah. That's why people don't want it. And that's why we're not ready.
1: Would you consider yourself in the mindset and the stage that you're in now? If it was revealed, do you, how, what would you do differently in your life? Like what, well, How would that impact your life, do you think?
0: I don't know if it impacted my life directly to a degree where I'd have to make mass changes. Yeah. But it would definitely make me have a different perspective on a lot of things. Such as? Like, I think the major thing was like, uh, (laughs) it's going to sound a little bit, I guess, morbid. Okay. But the whole, like, how insignificant I am in the grand scheme of things. Yeah. Like, if there's another race that's been around for millennia more than we have even been a thought. Yeah. Then it
1: just makes me think, we are fucking nothing. And it's like, but well we're still something. <laughs> <for> <laughs> sake. But then you know, it calls into question the idea of have you heard about the architect theory? Kind of. So basically saying that several alien races were the architects of the human existence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. So, you know, things like that, it's like imagine finding out that they had some direct intervention in terms of us being born as a species. Mm-hmm. Could you imagine the mass scale of hysteria that had happened in the religious population? Can
0: you... Oh, it'd be gigantic. Can you imagine that if, let's say, we were to make contact with an alien race Mm -hmm. and the first message message that came to us saying, we are your creators. Oh, fuck me. Right? That would be the first... Literally, that would be the indisputable
1: evidence evidence
0: that... All religion is out the fucking window. Yeah. It means nothing. Yeah. There is no God. There is no... Um, um, even the concept of heaven and hell does not exist. No. We were created by another
1: race. That's fucked.
0: I okay, think that's, okay, that's kind of cool.
1: Oh, I fucking love it. That's fucking cool. Because do you know what? It'd restructure the way that people think about fucking everything. Yeah. Like, if we... Honestly, if we go through it, like, financially... Yeah. what would happen to the world after the revelation that um, alien technology exists? I don't know. Black market. You think about that. Okay. People would be trying to get their hands on this shit, like no tomorrow. Like, I mean, what shit? Like, I, I don't know. Like, if that like there, what there was, a, if there was an actual expose on the what technology existed that was part of whatever crafts had landed, right? Right, and. You know, it's all out there now. Yeah. Like, people know about it. Yeah. Who's to say that someone directly in contact with this stuff wouldn't palm that out for financial gain?
0: Yeah, of course they would.
1: Getting a hold of shit like that, and someone decides to There's create a, a, a fucking uh, hovering car. And then it's like, well, now everyone wants one of them. The car industry is gone. Yep. Literally. Yep. So, money in terms of... Would it be the car industry would gone,
0: or would they... Or they'd would look it, to overtake the market. Or would it be a race to see whichever car company would basically place the highest bid to get that technology off the guy who created the cover car? Of course. And be like, bang! Let's say, for example, let's say it was, um, let's say it's GM. Yeah. Right? Bang! GM! The creators of the first, the world's first hover car. Yeah, yeah. Like how? Imagine the fucking. Imagine the just the sheer amount of fucking financial
1: gain that they would have from that. It would from every control other the whole car company
0: up like blown in smoke.
1: And it'd be I don't know what's the you know how there's a monopoly so where there's multiple people that are invested in it. What's the solo enterprise thing called? I can't think. Um... But they would literally be like they would, dictators. No, no, they would be the monopoly because okay. they would control the market. Okay, okay. So knowing that, then you think right. So let's say all these hover cars are now out there. Yeah. People's perception of what I think it, it it'd be like kind of a blessing in disguise in a sense because the technology is out there now, right? Someone's yeah. created a hover car. You know, the industry is booming in terms of being able to produce such shit. People's minds are now not limited to sticking true to what we're used to. Yeah. So the unknown's kind of gone, well, fuck you. It's in your face now. Yeah. That level of technological advancement, I think, would just go boom, boom, boom. Yeah. And then bang to the next level. Yeah. And I think that would kind of push us into a new level of evolution.
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: Um, but which is fucking here's cool. A,
0: here's something that I pose to you. Now, let's say that sort of that. Let's say that scenario of a, like a, an alien race saying, "We are your creators." Yeah. How quick do you think it would take for a
1: an, a religion of the, of, our, of the creators to begin? Not long. That would happen kind of instantly after finding that out, because then someone does the whole same thing of monopolizing the market. Yeah. And it's like, well. You know, you find people who can't live without faith, turning to that, and you know, Muslims would still chase after him (laughs) and say, "Well, it's not the true God." Um, You are not Allah. (laughs) Imagine one of the one of the
0: the actual alien beings is like, "I'm actually known on my home world as Allah."
1: Oh, boom, (laughs) boom. Okay, okay. Um, another thing I suppose that the documentary brings up that's really interesting is the whole concept of Element 115. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot yeah. of discussion about this wow. one. Um, because which, which when now, I looked it up. Yeah. So I'll give you a brief idea yeah, about which, this. Which
0: now, as, as recent as 2003,
1: Element 151 is now known as Moscovium. Yes. So which is basically a synthetic chemical element. It was first synthesized in 2003 by a joint team of Russian and American scientists at the Joint Institute for Nuclear Research. But what's interesting is when it talks about the element category, it actually says unknown chemical properties, but probably a post-transition metal. So it's kind of like, well, what is it really? Yeah, exactly. Like, you haven't really alluded like to anything. You've
0: discovered an element. You've made it as... Like, it's one of the elements of the universe. Yeah. But... You can't you find can't, an origin to it. You can't find it. an origin to it and you can't explain what it is. And what right. fucking
1: definition across the board in a periodical table where you say... Where you, where you actually see that it says, but probably... Exactly. Who, who fucking says that? I mean, what do you mean Probably. Science is based on fact. Yeah. How can you not address it in a factual way? Exactly. How and is a fact, how is fact probable? And it's like, you know, when Bob's talking about, you know, how they have to synthesize it. Yeah. And the process that they have to go through in order to do that. Yeah. It's like, whoa.
0: Even to the degree of, when he explained it of how, how specific a way it needs to be done.
1: Yeah, and that if you don't follow those steps... It doesn't work. It has no meaning. Yeah. It, no, not that it doesn't have no meaning, but, but like, it just doesn't work. No. Um, it's basically useless. So you think, you know, after hearing him say that he declined to allude to the idea that he's got it. There's the other question. Does he? Does he have it? I think he's fucking got it. I, I think so too. And, you know, it could be with that port of call where he gets towards the end of his life and then releases it. Because, well, he's got nothing to worry about now because he's going to die. Exactly. And he puts that out there. Oh, my God. That shit storm that would come about. Oh, yeah. People would be hunting to the ends of the earth to get this shit.
0: Yeah. Which uh, I think it'd be really crazy
1: to see which uh, just the governments go at it to see who gets it first. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. But do you know what? Once it became public knowledge... And the governments couldn't deny it because I, I'd have the slight inkling, based off what Bob was like as a person, that he'd give it to the right people, like in terms of other scientists who obviously he trusted, for them to do whatever they will with it. Who would who would get it? The, who would like who would be the most?
0: I guess the best choice to get that. I don't know. I Honestly, don't know. you'd have to give it to the most neutral country in the world. Who? Switzerland
1: they oh, yeah. Yeah. are <laughs> the most
0: neutral country in the world.
1: And you think uh, what, like, what their capabilities are, like with the Hadron Collider. Mm. Like, they're not stupid. Nope. And, you know, th- what knowledge that they take out of, you know, splitting the atom and all that sort of stuff done through those experiments, it kind of makes you think, well, I'd want them to get a hold of it. Yeah. I wouldn't want America. I wouldn't want China. I wouldn't no. want Russia no. to have anything to do with that shit.
0: No. You'd want it to go to a prime... Like you'd want it to go to a body of people that's primarily focused on the scientific properties and scientific integrity of this specific element. Yeah. And have have them in charge of it cuz you'd you would like to think that they would use the information they would gather from this particular element to benefit humanity. Yeah, literally, not for personal gain. Right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I was just reading how is Moscovium created. Calcium ions were formed into a beam in a cyclotron, which is a particle accelerator, and fired at a target layer of americium, I can't even say it, deposited on titanium foil. (coughs) Uh, It's it's all double Dutch. Yeah. Um, It's all Greek to me. Yeah, literally. (laughs) Literally.
0: But I, just one funny thing I have to point out from that thing you just read that it's it's, it's fired at a target layer of americium. I know, America! I know.
1: Of course, <laughs> like get fucked. I know.
0: As if as if they made it named an element americium. Get fucked. Well, you it's fucking, obviously someone who discovered it. You
1: fucking it. Yankee doodle doos. Bad. <laughs> get fucked. Um, but yeah, I think it's just kind of the documentary's thought provoking in the sense that. It challenges you to think well beyond the scope of what we normally think about UFOs. Oh, yeah. And the possible existence that there is definitely something else out there. Yeah. As much as we may not have, I suppose, that definitive, I've seen it with my own eyes, proof, but hearing a first-hand account from Bob Lazar and him giving such specific and factual information about it makes you go, well, how do I dispute this? Yeah
0: especially even when he was describing how the ship's propulsion system works to such a degree and to think that it can bend and shape gravity.
1: (laughs) That is (laughs) mind-blowing. Oh my God. That is
0: fucking mind-blowing. That's insane.
1: And it's it's weird for me because I kind of sit there and like try and process it because my brain doesn't.
0: Yeah. uh, And and, and we're saying it from... People who are not very scientifically minded. Yeah. yeah. We're trying to look at it from, I guess, the everyday person's view.
1: But still, I think we're like, I suppose, a level degree up because of how much stuff we've looked into in the past about this sort of shit. Yeah. For a pure layman who doesn't really give a fuck about this stuff, it'd be like, because it would challenge every core belief that they have, they wouldn't want to process it. Yeah.
0: So like, it's every, like a layman sort of description of gravity, for example, is gravity is what keeps us stuck to the ground. Literally. That's what... The as basic understanding as you, write, as you can. Is, yeah. That's what they think of as yeah. gravity.
1: But to think that there is a possible way to manipulate gravity yeah. is fucked up. Because that kind of produces that idea then in like, you know, in space movies. Um, uh, warp speed, where they like you see the, the universe kind of expand yeah. and then it's like that instant pull. Yeah,
0: which makes it make a lot more sense because it's like it's actually just bending gravity at a faster rate.
1: Yeah. It, it's kind of folding space and time. Yeah. So you're going from point A to point B without taking that actual journey Yeah, and just arriving at the destination. Basically, so-
0: it's like... I don't know. I don't know if this is gonna make sense or anything, but it's kind of like let's say warp space, if you're meaning space and time, it's like instead of let's say you have a sheet of paper, instead of drawing a line from one end of the paper to the other, you're folding that paper in half.
1: And you're poking the pen through it. Yeah. Yeah. Which is fucked up because I think that there's a reference to that in Interstellar as well, in terms of explaining how that works. Yeah. Oh my god. It's full on, man. Oh, it fries my brain. It does. It fucking does. Because it just makes me think the possibilities of what life can be and what the you know future of the human race is going to look like yeah. changes drastically now as a result of it. Oh, yeah. So, you know, it causes me to think I need to do more research into this. Yeah. I want to know more. Yeah. And to find out- And you well, would think that the general
0: consensus of people that watch this specific documentary and- and sort of soak in all the kind of information that Bob Lazar gives us. Yeah. It builds that curiosity. It It makes
1: you curious to know more. What was that? um, Your curiosity is weaponized.
0: Yeah. I think the documenter says that I'm going to weaponize your curiosity. It's
1: fucking brilliant. What a term. Oh my God. You jizzed over that. I did because it like, I've never heard it phrased in that way, but it's so true. Yeah. Because all you want to do is know more. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's,
0: it's so it's it's still so much to wrap my head around. It just fries my brain. Do
1: you, do you think at all that regardless of all the information that you now have, mm-hmm. is there still a sense of skepticism about it? In regards to what? Just can you definitively say for yourself that there is more out there? Would could if, you make that comment if now?
0: what I've been speaking about over the past hour and what I spoke about, and again what I spoke about in episode eight, mm-hmm. yeah. I can confidently say that.
1: Yeah, that's how I feel. Yeah. Because it kind of like, you know, I feel like it's the same vein of ghosts and apparitions and the paranormal. Mm. They kind of fall into the same umbrella category of, well, because we don't have the definitive proof of it. But then it's like you look at all the evidence of people's firsthand encounters and videos and all this sort of stuff of situations in which kind of the paranormal has shown itself yeah. through whether it be poltergeist activity or EVPs whatever it is yeah. and then you know aliens well fucking UFOs and seeing ungodly figures or whatever Yeah, they fall into that same vein and kind of calls into question your core beliefs of is there more out there
0: yeah do you think that now that like with the whole sort of I guess having that knowledge of that there is other life forms out there do you think that to a degree that would kind of disprove the whole, I guess, supernatural?
1: Oh, oh, I've never thought of it in that way. In what way? Explain.
0: Like let's say in the kind of the, the like in that rhetoric not rhetorical, in that scenario that I placed earlier where if we did meet another race and they said we are your creators. Yeah. Would that disprove that there's an, even any existence of anything
1: supernatural? But could we imply that supernatural is potentially another dimension?
0: <laughs> oh my god.
1: <laughs> oh. Because maybe we're just operating in one dimension.
0: I just had a feeling that if we were to ask that question, that's probably the first one of the first things that we would ask of our creators.
1: Is there multiple dimensions? Yeah. You'd have to, Is there oh, is there know. more than one
0: plane of existence?
1: Yeah. Yeah,
0: that's the then with that we're going existential.
1: Yeah, and again, that's I'm cooked. not going down that path. That's cooked. because my brain will be fucking like fucking pigs' balls by the end of it. Yeah,
0: my my brain's already pretty much mush. Yeah. already. Yeah, fucking hell. But yeah, oh.
1: definitely uh quite a revelation watching it.
0: Yeah, it just but look, it it just it's I think that doco just proved how big a cover up the U.S. government is. Making to cover up Bob's story.
1: Oh, it's endless. They will go to the ends of the earth to make sure. And it just made
0: proof of it when after the, like when they say in the documentary, pretty much after they did the interview with Bob, that he's, was it his workplace or his home that got raided?
1: His home and his workplace. His home had been raided twice and his workplace was raided by like every fucking agency under the sun. Yeah.
0: It just makes you think, okay, something's definitely up there. Yeah.
1: It, it, Without question, like he's obviously privy to some serious fucking intel. Yeah. And they will do everything in their power to make sure that he's well aware that if he goes a step further in revealing more information, yeah, that he's kind of done for. Yeah. Like they'll shut him down completely.
0: But don't you think that if that was the case, if they do shut him down, basically, I'm assuming what you mean by shutting down is kill him. Possibly. Right? For me, if that was to eventuate, that would just pretty much cement that that was the
1: that what and Bob you know was what? saying is the truth, and they probably couldn't do that for that very reason. Yeah, it because it'll so just public now. Yeah,
0: because it'll just cement. And he does say it in the, one of the original interviews he did that the reason why he made it public was insurance. Yeah, because you think about it, if it wasn't if it was if it wasn't fake, then why would they have to go as far as him dying? Yeah, yeah. Why would, why would they have him killed? For any, for any other reason than to hide the truth.
1: Literally. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Mind-boggling shit. Fuck.
0: But yeah, but like I said, episode eight, we called it. Yeah, we
1: fucking, fucking did. called it. We fucking did. Yeah. But guys, if uh, you're definitely up for kind of a mind fuck and something to challenge your idea of what's real and what's not, Get on this. Bob Lazar. I'm telling you, it's worth a watch. Or just for any peeps that are into UFOs into the and
0: UFOs and conspiracy theories on the whole thing or even just interested by government cover-ups. Yeah. It is a definitely a good doco to watch.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Completely yeah. agree.
0: Definitely have, have, a, have a watch and a listen and really try to soak it in. Mm.
1: And if you do get around to watching it, please, shoot us a message. Tell us your thoughts. Tell us what you really think is it you know, do you believe in UFOs? Is yeah. that a thing for you? You know, what, what what would you feel like if you know it happened? You know, what would change about your life? These sorts yeah. of things, you yeah. know, really thought provoking stuff.
0: Yeah, definitely. And um, if you, also, and even if you guys sort of enjoyed this kind of our chat, we could have gone a lot longer with this. Yeah, I know. You can go so deep into a topic like this. If you want us to do a, like another episode discussing these sort of themes and whatnot, hit us up. Yeah.
1: If you if you dead set thoroughly enjoyed this kind of topic let us know because uh we definitely have a lot more up our sleeve potentially
0: yeah and i think we have a few other people that would probably like to join us in a conversation like this and Hell discuss yeah. it further oh yeah and get some more viewpoints so yeah. yeah we could have a lot of fun
1: but that's a wrap
0: but i think that we'll wrap it up there because uh it's rather late we're it both, is our brains are fucking cooked
1: yep yeah but it's
0: fucking fun well. If, so, if you haven't done so already, guys, I'm going to fucking flop it out again and fucking butt-plug your ass with some fucking formalities. Fucking. 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 If you haven't done so already, guys, be sure to go like and subscribe us on SoundCloud, Spotify, Podcast Addict, Google Podcasts, iTunes, CastBox, and various other podcast app at Rebels Without a Clue. You can also follow us on our social medias on Instagram, Rebels Without a Clue 03. Twitter, Rebels Without a One, and Facebook, Rebels Without a Clue Podcast. Awesome.
1: And yeah. for yourself?
0: And if you want to follow my antics, you can follow me on Instagram at tboner80figs. That's tboner e r eight zero 0 figs and you can follow me on Snapchat at tboner 18 That's tboner one 8
1: And for myself, you can follow me on Facebook, Snapchat, and Instagram, or the same handle of brattles2505. That's B R A D E L S 2505. Here we go. That's a wrap. That's a fucking wrap. That's a wrap. fucking wrap. That's a mind boggling fucking wrap. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. That was. Nana cooking. Yep, nah, nah, cooking. Yep, Nana cooking. Yep. What? Nana cooking Nana 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 brain brain. You never heard it?
0: No Not to the brain I've heard it as like Another Like I guess a nickname For a banana No
1: no no Literally Cook my Nana No 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 My dad's been using it For like 40 years (laughs) Oi (laughs) Nana (laughs) He says says it in between Whistling does he? Nana (laughs) (laughs) Anyways
0: So until next time guys Fucking Da Da